Hello, my name is Luis, and I welcome you to my podcast, The Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. In this podcast, I will be talking about everything energy, from the law of attraction to biblical teachings to spiritual enlightenment to numerology. I will also be talking about a very powerful and important practice of forgiveness, repentance, and transformation called Ho'oponopono, which, by the way, I use in my personal life on an everyday basis. In these uncertain times we're living in, we all need some guidance, inspiration, and uplifting. But most of all, we need healing. We need to know that love and peace are still alive and still reign supreme in this universe. And on this podcast, we will all learn how to have them both in our lives so we can all learn to live in peace and in harmony once again. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Luis, the Prophet of Peace. I am the I. I come forth from the void into light. I am the breath that nurtures life. I am that emptiness, that hollowness beyond all consciousness. The I, the it, the all. I draw my bold rainbows across the waters. The continuum of minds with matters. I am the incoming and outgoing of breath. The invisible, untouchable breeze. The undefinable atom of creation. I am the I. Well, hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. This is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Welcome to another edition of the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. Welcome to this Sunday edition called Bible School Sunday here on the Peace Program. Thank you very much. I am your host, Luis Angel. Thank you for listening to me to the podcast that brings that the the, the podcast that brings the best part of you, Eddie. Thank you to all of you who are tuning in today on this uh, fabulous Sunday. I believe uh, I believe they changed the time today. I'm not sure. Or yesterday, actually, it was. Uh, they always change the time an hour forward or an hour back for daylight savings times or whatever. And I believe they did it, uh, or I believe they'll probably do it on Halloween, I think, on 30 or 31. Anyway, anyway, thank you very much for uh, joining me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to check on that. I'm just going to uh, pretend that, that uh, you're listening to me at whatever time you're listening to me. That's, that's uh, That'll be all right. That'll be all right. As far as I'm concerned, I'm doing podcasts here, and it is Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And um, today, well, before I talk to you about the topic today, I just want to let you guys know a, little, uh, a couple things. A couple things um, about me and about the uh, about the peace program. I've been a little bit busy trying to do things for the peace program trying to set up a name brand for the peace program i am a uh, one-man show as of now i have no crew i have no production team i have no editing team i have no uh creative team so everything that i'm doing everything that the podcast is right now at this very moment is being done by me personally and uh that means even the technical side of the peace program, the uh, the technical side. As I uh, as I've mentioned before, I've done a couple of YouTube videos, and uh, I'm learning at this moment. Um, I'm I'm learning. Uh, I'm actually relearning. I'm actually relearning because I uh, I I used to know a lot about it, a lot about tech. I used to be a really tech savvy person when I was younger. As a matter of fact, uh, that's exactly what I was working with uh, before I retired in the call center business in 2016. I was working in tech support. Um, 
I was one of the guys, I was one of the people that y'all would call whenever y'all had trouble with your TV or with your internet or with your email or whatever. And I would be the one to help you resolve it or help you fix it. Um, now that I've retired in 2016, I've lost track of uh, technology a little bit. With all the uh, advent of different types of social media and uh, different types of gadgets and different type of widgets and different type of applications that we can utilize on our phones and smartphones and whatnot, uh, uh, I've kind of lost track of uh, how text, uh, how uh, how um, the tech support industry or how uh, how tech savvy I used to be. Basically, <laughs> how tech savvy I used to be. So I'm kind of relearning that, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm, I'm, I've been in the process of making, uh, creating YouTube videos and editing them, and and of course you guys know what goes into that. I mean, you guys uh, who know about YouTube and watch YouTube, I mean, you've got a lot of people out there on YouTube land that try to make their videos the best, uh, as best as uh, they can make them, and they put all kinds of all sorts of editing and all sorts of uh uh gadgets in them and pictures and thumbnails and all kinds of stuff just to make you look at them and click on their videos and view their videos and hit their likes and subscriptions and that's exactly what i'm trying to do for the peace program so right now I'm in the process of doing that. I've been in the process of doing that for a couple of weeks now. I mean, it's uh, so this is the the reason I'm I'm bringing this up is because uh, I'm basically trying to explain to you guys who are listening to me on my podcast, who follow me, and who uh, ask me all these sorts of questions on my emails and everything, um, why I haven't returned your emails. Um, with all due respect, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start doing that. But uh, due to the fact that I'm still learning about technology and about making videos and about expanding the peace program, uh, if you will, uh, part of that whole process is uh, I will means uh, well basically means that I will be minimizing my podcasts. I will probably be making a podcast a week. I think that might be best, uh, so I won't bore you guys, and <laughs> so you won't, so you guys won't get bored of me. I mean, I know, I, I know you guys like Numerology Wednesdays, and uh, because I have a whole bunch of uh, emails, uh, questions specifically on that, specifically on numbers. I have questions on numbers, and I have also questions on the Bible. I also have questions on energy. I also have questions on uh, uh, other things. So, uh, needless to say, I'm just going to focus uh, on those two parts of expanding the peace program. Those two particular parts. I'm going to focus on the tech, on the techno part of the peace program. You know, making videos and increasing productivity on the internet and online and on social media. And I'm also going to focus more on answering y'all's questions. Answering y'all's questions because part of the, uh, part of what makes the peace program, the peace program is the interaction with the people. And the thing about it is, if uh, if I'm bringing, I mean, this is the peace program, ladies and gentlemen. This is the peace program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. I don't want to come up in here and bring confusion with you. I don't need to do that. You already have confusion. Confusion is all around you in your lives. Every time you turn on your TV, you're confused because you got all the media telling you this and that and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you got people uh, besides you, your colleagues or whatever, people around you trying to tell you stuff too. And that confuses people. See, I don't want to be the... This is the peace program. This is not the... uh, the confusion program. <laughs> this is not the podcast that brings confusion. 
This is the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. I can't bring the best part of you out of you if I'm bringing confusion to your life. That doesn't work like that. It it doesn't work. It never worked in my life, so I don't expect it to work in your life. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much what I've been trying to do, guys. I've been been trying to uh, make... um, Make more YouTube videos, basically, and just uh, try to expand the the uh, bring the bring the brand of the peace program up a little bit more, and uh, try to uh, expand it more so that uh, others will know about the peace program and and have a basic understanding as to why the peace program is here and why I am here on this planet. Anyway, thank you very much for that. Uh, let's go today. We are going, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, uh, today is Bible Class Sunday. Bible Class Sunday. That's uh, that seems a that, that seems to be a favorite of you guys. I mean, not as much as uh, Numerology Wednesday, but Bible Class Sundays. I mean, you guys do ask me questions about that, and I want to answer them too as well. So, uh, um, anyway, the topic for today. The topic for today, ladies and gentlemen, is called, Who am I in Jesus Christ? Who am I in Jesus Christ? And I thought that was a very, uh, it just came to me, actually, the uh, topic. I mean, uh, and it's always interesting how things just come to me by way of inspiration. I mean, I'll be doing something else. I'll be writing or I'll be just, uh, Working with my brothers, and uh, all of a sudden, something will pop into my head, and uh, and it'll be like, okay, yeah, that, that that's that sounds good, that 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 feels good, that sounds good. I mean, I never do things, I never do things just because they sound good. They got to feel good too. I'm all about the feelings, as you guys already know from my previous episodes. I am an empath. An empath is one who feels feelings from outside. In other words, I feel feelings from other people. I feel energies from certain people. And when I get an inspiration, that energy comes to me as well. So if I feel good about it, I'll start utilizing it. For example, uh, the topic that I was mentioning right now, who am I in Jesus Christ, that just came to me. It just came to me. And and this little voice just said to me, hey, you know, do that. Bible School Sunday so the people will understand what the peace program is really all about I mean the peace program is um, it's about bringing the best part of you out of you and as I mentioned earlier it's not about, it's not about bringing confusion into your life so I'm not going to do that I don't want to do that I don't need to do that so I've been thinking a little bit more about the platform. I've been thinking about more about the platform. The reason I decided to leave that inspiration that came to me, meaning the title of the topic of today, Who Am I in Jesus Christ, is because when Jesus was born, Jesus was called the Prince of Peace. Jesus was called the Prince of Peace when he was born. The angel, when the angel came to Mary and told his mother Mary that he was going to be born and that he was going to be called, well, he was going to be called other things. He was going to be called Emmanuel as well. Emmanuel meaning God with us. But also, uh, the angel mentioned the words Prince of Peace. That he would be called Prince of Peace. And the reason I've decided on the topic is because that's basically what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about how to obtain inner peace within us. How to have inner peace within us. The way Jesus had it when he was here on this earth. When Jesus was here on this earth, he struggled with a lot of things, a lot of issues. And he didn't struggle like we do. He he struggled with the fact that he had a lot of work to do. In, not in himself. He had a lot of work to do with us. 
He had a lot of work to do with us when he came when he came to this world and he saw the way humanity was and the way society was and, and the way people were and the way things were when he was walking the earth in his time. I'm I'm betting I'm willing to bet that he probably said, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, Father, we have a lot of work to do up in here. <laughs> I'm willing to bet he said that, you know. The Bible's not going to tell us that, of course. But uh, I'm willing, I, I am basically willing to say that he said that. He, he thought, uh, if at least he didn't say it, he probably thought it, you know. He probably thought it. Anyway, um, Jesus being here, of course, came to find that which was lost. And that's basically what the Bible tells us. In all four of the Gospels, John, Mark, Luke, and Matthew, they talk about the words of Jesus. In other words, the words of Jesus specifically come out in all four of those Gospels. In all four of those Gospels, we can tell pretty much how Jesus thought, how Jesus was, and how Jesus behaved with himself and around everyone else. Not only with the Pharisees, not only with the, uh, well, also with the Pharisees, but not only with his disciples, but with everyone else, including the Pharisees. We saw what he thought of them. We, we, we knew what he thought about them. That's why he never paid no attention to them. Even though they were from the church and they were the ones that were the religious, the religious type of people, the clergy type of people, where in a typical religion, a man of God is supposed to, uh, is supposed to uh, entangle themselves with clergymen. I mean, according to the eyes of society. According to the eyes of society, uh, this is why we have the Pope. The Catholics have the Pope. This is why the uh, um, the religions, different religions, have different cornerstones of different uh, characters. Uh, for example, in the seasons that that uh, in the episodes earlier episodes that I've talked to you guys about. When I was living in the world and I was lost in the world, I was looking for God. And I was looking for God in different religions. I went to the to the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Church. I went to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I went to the, uh, to the uh, Baptism Church. I went to the uh, 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 Pentecostal Church, of course. And, and those have different cornerstones of individuals that entangle themselves. To the churches, uh, for example, uh, we have the man known as John Smith, who is the cornerstone of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, and then we have Ellen White, who is the cornerstone of the Seventh-day Adventist religion, and so on, and so on. Like I mentioned, we also have the Pope. The Catholics have the Pope. But Jesus was not pertaining himself or was not associating himself with no religion. And that's where the Pharisees were getting it all twisted. The Pharisees were getting it all twisted because they were wanting him to become an affiliation of their religion. Because he was going around talking about the word. And in going around and talking about the word, the Pharisees were upset because he was, uh, in their minds, he was forgetting about the laws of Moses, the so-called laws of Moses. What are the laws of Moses? 
The laws of Moses are the first five books of the Bible. The book of Genesis, the book of Exodus, the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Numbers, and the book of uh, uh, Joshua. Those were the books. Those were the books. The first five books were from the book of Moses. And since the Pharisees weren't weren't paying attention to what Jesus was saying rather than how Jesus was acting, they were kind of sort of not wanting to associate themselves with him. Even though he was doing good things. Even though Jesus was walking around doing good things. And and preaching and giving some good sermons. And he was doing miracles as well. He was working miracles. He was being... He was doing what he came here to do. And they had a problem with it. The Pharisees did. So... And it's and it's difficult. It's it's confusing. It's it's confusing. But people have no idea what it is you're trying to do. And it kind of brings up a little bit of animosity like that in everything and everyone. If you're one of those type of people that has a plan, that has a goal, that has something that you want to achieve in this lifetime, and and you ain't got nobody in your corner. It's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult. It wasn't difficult for Jesus Christ, though. I mean, I'm I'm talking about us. I'm talking about us because we're human beings. You know, we're human beings. See, for example, my story, as uh, you guys already know, from talking to you guys from uh, other er- earlier episodes, the where I, the way I was born was pretty much my uh, my downfall. My own defeat. It was my own defeat. It was my own failure. It was my own excuse to be a victimhood. To be a victim and and be and live in victimhood. See, I already knew about God. See, I knew about God. Even before I knew about drugs, even before I knew about cocaine, even before I knew about methamphetamines, even even before I knew what I, uh, about fentanyl, even what I knew before about um, crack and 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 all others, ecstasy and all these other drugs that I used to take, I knew God, I knew God, and that's the most important part. Because I myself was not associating myself with religion. Of course, there was a process behind the purpose, though. There was a process behind the purpose because I was a lost individual. I was a lost individual, and I was just letting people steer me, steer me. I was like a, I was like a lost sheep. I was like a lost sheep, and I was following whoever I needed to follow. Whoever I thought I needed to follow. So when people would tell me, go here or go there or read this or read that, I'd do that. I would do that. And that's pretty much how um, I lived my life like that. I lived my life and that wasn't teaching me anything about who Jesus Christ really was. It really wasn't. It was teaching me about religion. It was teaching me about doctrine. It was teaching me how to pray. It was teaching me how to do the Our Father. It was teaching me about the Hail Mary. It was teaching me about all these other things. But I was learning about Jesus Christ. And that kind of was, well, of course, my own fault as well because I... When I was living in victimhood, uh, I was uh, I was not right. I was not right in the head. I was not right in my heart. So, the more I was trying to uh, learn about God and about Jesus, the more I was deflecting. 
the more I was deflecting because I was like, it was like a, it was like an inner battle that I was having between myself. It was like between my brain and my heart. It was like, I want to go, I want to go here, but they're the ones that are responsible for what, who I am. They are the one. God is the one who's responsible for me being born the way I was. How am I going to delight myself in the Lord and he will give me the desires of my heart when everything I was desiring he wasn't giving me? How am I going to delight myself in the Lord like that? (laughs) As you can see, I was a really confused, messed up kid when I was young. I was, really. And because of that, I lived in confusion. And I lived in victimhood, as I mentioned. And uh, and I had hate in my heart, like I, like I said in my uh, last episode. The last episode was about hate. This episode is about having peace. What is peace? The last episode we talked about what is hate. This one is going to talk about, we're going to talk about how to bring faith. How to walk the way Jesus. Okay, forgive me y'all. Forgive me for interrupting the uh, podcast episode. But it is time to pay the bills. We'll be right back. When Jesus was walking the earth, I mean, he had no troubles. He had no trouble talking to people. He had no trouble telling people what he what, what he wanted them to know. He had no trouble explaining anything to nobody. Everything that he talked about, whenever they asked him a question, everything he answered them, they understood. And they had no comeback to it. Everything. Everything, even 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 when uh, even when he he was talking about um, when when he was talking about in the book of Matthew when uh, Mary and Martha were talking and well Mary Mary well, one of the girls one of the girls was cleaning and she, and the other one was listening to Jesus preaching. And the other one was so busy cleaning that she tells Jesus, Jesus, tell Mary to help me. You know, tell her to help me. And Jesus just basically looked at her and said, you know what? These things get done. They're going to get done regardless of whether you want them or not. They're still going to get done. You know, she's the one that's doing the good part. She's listening. She's paying attention. She's paying attention to what is being said, and she's paying attention to what she needs to learn in life about life. And that's basically what he was telling her. And then in another scripture, he's talking about, um, and in the book of Luke, Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. In response to a disciple who wanted to spend time at home before committing himself to the Lord. Jesus said, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own. He said, let the dead bury their own, but you worry about the kingdom of God. He says, you go on your own and you proclaim the kingdom of God in the book of Luke. And all these things that he was saying, it's like the people were understanding. The people were understanding. It's like the uh, it's like the Roman soldier. The Roman soldier, even though he had never met Jesus, he had a sick servant at home. And the Roman soldier goes to Jesus, and this is also in the book of Matthew and the book of Luke. He goes to Jesus and he says, uh, Lord, the uh, my servant is sick. My servant is sick. And Jesus, seeing the worry in him, seeing the 
the sadness in him, he said, okay, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go heal him. And he says, no, Lord. No, 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 no. I am not. I, I am not worthy of you coming to my house. But I understand who you are, he says. And mind you, he, he had never met him. He only knew of Jesus Christ. But he tells him, I understand who you are, he says. Like you, I have people under me, he says. Wherever I say they go, they go. And whenever I say come over here, they come. You just command it, he says. You just speak the word, say the word, and I know, I know that I know that I know that my servant will be healed. So Jesus was like surprised. He was like, wow. Wow. Because this man was like on the other side of the spectrum, if you will. He was on the other side of the spectrum. He was in between, he was in between, uh, for example, he was in between church and state, which is what the legs of the statue of Nebuchadnezzar represented, the kingdom of Rome. The two legs represent the separation of church and state. And this particular man, the soldier, the centurion soldier was part of the state. He wasn't a part of the church, or no, he wasn't even part of the uh, 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 of the uh, uh, of God's movement, of Jesus' movement. But he was, in, in the eyes of society, he was a part of the state. And Jesus was so surprised about him. He tells everybody. He tells his disciples. See, this man has a lot of faith. This man has a lot of faith. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. And so as soon as he did that, as soon as the man said that, his servant was healed. He didn't even he didn't even have to double check. He gets home. The Bible tells us, the Bible tells us he gets home and his and his servant is fine. He's fine. And all and it all happened because he knew how to trust in Jesus. He saw the inner peace in Jesus that guaranteed him that Jesus was going to do what he was going to do. In other words, he knew that he knew that he knew who Jesus was. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. That's what I've been wanting to talk about today with you guys. I mean, when I was lost in the world and I was doing all kinds of drugs and I was acting like a victim and going through my own BS and depression and everything, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was. I mean, even even in the church, even in the church, because I was born different. It's like I would walk into church and I would hear this little voice inside me say, look at all these people. These people are not like you. You're the only disabled person in the room. You're the only one that was born different in the room. What makes you think that these people are going to accept you the way Jesus accepts? people what makes you think Jesus is going to accept you what makes you think God is going to accept you you was not born normal so what makes you think that you're going to do a lot of good in the world what makes you think that you were something to be proud about and that always stayed with me it it stayed stuck in me Everywhere I went, it was it, it was ingrained in me. So then I would pick up the uh, I would be I, I would be in the state of depression, and I would pick up that alcohol, man. I would get that beer, I would get that liquor, I would get that I would get the drugs, and shoot, I'd be I'd be going to I'd be going to town on that thing, man. Shoot, I'd be I'm, I ain't lying, man. Shoot, I'd be I'd be on the Starship Enterprise, bro. Hell yeah, ain't nobody lying. <laughs> I be flying with the UFOs. I wanted to fly with God, but every time I took it to my drugs, I be flying with the UFOs. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, 
that's how it was with me for all the times because I didn't know who I was in Jesus Christ. I didn't know who I was in God. Until I started understanding myself for who I was and taking responsibility for who I was in this life, I started accepting myself for who I am. And then the inner peace came. The inner peace. When I started to understand and to know and to learn about inner peace, that's when everything started to change for me. Everything and everyone around me started to change because I was changing. Not on the outside, on the inside. See, when Jesus was trying to do that, well, well Jesus was trying to do nothing. He was straight up showing people what, was up, what time it was. He was straight up showing everybody what time it was. I mean, he even, he, he even came or he even had a, a situation and, and, and we see it in the book of Mark and in the book of Luke where he sees the Pharisees and he tells them, you know, he tells them, you blind Pharisees because they're cleaning. They're, they're cleaning their utensils and they're cleaning the, the tools of the church, but they're cleaning them on the outside. He's saying, you blind Pharisees, he says, you guys waste your time cleaning all these things on the outside. But without realizing that you can clean them on the inside. And once they're clean on the outside, they can be clean on the uh, Once they're clean on the inside, they can be cleaned on the outside. And that's how we are. That's how we are. We can spend a good while talking a good game to people and Lord and God and Jesus. I believe in God or this and that, whatever, whatever, whatever. But if we're not right within ourselves, we ain't got no reason to be doing stuff like that. I know I hate, I know I ain't got no, I, I, I never had a reason to be talking about that stuff. Even when I was actually going to church, I wouldn't have no reason to tell people I was going to church anyway. Because it's like I wasn't even right within myself. So I had no business telling people, hey, you know, come to church with me and this and that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Even now, even now, I don't consider myself a Christian. Even though I know about the book of God, I know God's heart, I know God's mind, I know Jesus, I know who he is, and I know what he died for, and I know what he did, I know what he's doing, and I know he, what he's going to do. I don't consider myself a Christian. I'm a counselor. My job is not for my job is not to get people into heaven. My job is not to get souls into heaven. It's to get souls out of hell. Out of that hellish existence that exists within their minds. That's why I became a counselor. Because of, of that reason I was living like that. Because I was living that hellish existence in my mind. And when I started to change and I started to have peace from within, everything started to change. Everything started to change because when you're good on the inside, everybody feels it and everybody sees it and everybody knows it. I mean, even me, even me, there's members in my family that would acknowledge the fact that I was not good in life. Once I received an email from a particular family member who wasn't happy with the way I was in life. And this person proceeded to tell me how I was and how I did this and what I did that and this and that and whatever, whatever, whatever. And instead of taking responsibility for that, I got mad. I got angry. And I started firing back. Because I was in that victim mentality when I should have been taking responsibility for who I was as a person and an individual. And they were they were right. They were right. You know, my family was right. They was right to 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 treat me like that. They was right to do me like that because they saw I wasn't doing for myself. So Whenever I had peace in my life, the minute peace entered my life, it's like everything was changing. My family was noticing the change. My mother was noticing the change. My brothers was noticing the change. Even now. Even now. Because there is true 
inner peace in my life. There's true inner peace in my life. And this is exactly how I know how Jesus Christ walked. Jesus Christ walked in peace. And he lived in peace. And he talked peace. Peace was his thing. That's why they called him. That's why he was called the Prince of Peace. Because he lived like that. He didn't... He, he wasn't... He wasn't like the Pharisees and just trying to talk the talk. He was walking the walk. He was walking the walk. And like us today in society, he wasn't walking into the synagogues or church to to find uh, that thing, to find peace. He was already peace. He wasn't going in there to be at peace or anything. Because he was already peace. He was going in there to share. To share of what he was. Of what he was in God. And because we got that intercession. We go to share of what we have in Christ. Of who we are in Christ. And that's a beautiful thing, man. That's a beautiful thing. And, and for the first time, I can get to acknowledge that because I understand what it's like to live in peace. What I understand what it's like to, to not live in turmoil. I understand what it's like to go to bed at night and just go to sleep with no problems. Go to sleep with no issues. Go to sleep with no dilemmas. You know, and it's and it's a beautiful thing to be in peace. It's a beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen. On the next episode of the Peace Program, and I've and I've talked about this. I've talked about how my journey to be in peace came to me. I talked about it in my other episodes, and it's uh, it's an episode that I made called uh, "I Love You, Thank You." If you guys want to listen to that one, feel free to listen to that podcast and you'll understand how it is that I obtained peace from within. And it, and it all came about. It all came about with the process of forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. Repentance and trans re, repentance, forgiveness, and transformation. The first two we can do on our own. We can repent. And we can show forgiveness to us and to ourselves and to everyone else. But the third one, that's God. That has to be God. The transformation has to come from God. That has to come from God. It's like uh, it's like Jesus Christ was telling the Pharisees. You got to be clean on the inside. To be able to portray yourselves as you want to on the outside. And I always tell people, peace begins and ends with you. Peace begins and ends with me. And that is the process of the game. That is the part of the game to live. That is the part of the game to be right within. To live in righteousness. To have. To have what what uh, what the book of Ephesians calls. The book of Ephesians calls the uh, armor of God when you walk in peace you're literally walking in the shoes of peace and when that happens you get everything else everything else that requires from the armor of God the the breastplate of righteousness the sword of the spirit which is the Bible which is knowing actually knowing the word of God, not just talking about it in verses and whatever, knowing the word of God, carrying it like a sword. And then you got the shield of faith. You're shielding yourself against all these other things that are coming at you in the world. And then you're wearing the helmet of salvation. That helmet of salvation because you know the process of peace. 
the process of peace. I know the process of peace. And I understand. That's why I just said right now. It begins with forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. That's why I have on that helmet of salvation. And I have it pretty tight. You know what I'm saying? I have it pretty tight. So when I live in peace, even 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 Jesus himself, when he comes across the demonic spirits, or when he comes across the the uh, the spirits that were uh, possessed or whatever, even the spirits knew who he was. Even they knew who he was. Both the book of Matthew and the book of Luke talk about how he sent the demons into the pigs. And he tells them, the demons tell him, what do we have with you, Jesus? We know who you are. And then and then even the demons himself, themselves, they were like, send us out of here. Send us out of here because we know your power. Your power is too much. We know who you are. And Jesus wasn't... He, he, all he did was just, he was calm. He was calm, man. He was calm and he was cool and he was collective and he was like, well, go. <laughs> go then. Get out of that person. So they got out. The spirit, the demons got out. And they went into the sheep, uh, they went into the pigs. Yeah. The other time, uh, another time when he was, uh, uh, he was walking with the disciples and he comes across another man and he is possessed. And the man tells him, well, Jesus first asked him, who are you? <laughs> and then the man being possessed by these many demons, he says, we are legion. We are many. And then Jesus is like, well, oh, just get out of the man. So they too get out. Because they knew how it was. They knew how Jesus lived. Now in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts. You'll see a different story. The book of Acts pertains to. How the disciples behaved. And how the disciples walked. After Jesus' crucifixion. After Jesus left them. And went to heaven. It talks about their stories. It talks about how they tried to uh, uh, cast out demons because Jesus gave them the authority by the Holy Spirit. And one of them couldn't do it. One of them couldn't cast out the demons. He was like, the demons were like laughing at him. They were like, we know who Jesus Christ is. We even know who Paul is. But who are you? Who are you? <laughs> and and that, per, that, that particular disciple didn't know how to handle that. He didn't know how to handle that. And that's how, that's what happens sometimes. That's what happens when we come across, uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that, uh, that drastic the situations don't even have to be drastic but sometimes we forget who we are in Jesus sometimes we forget and even me I'm guilty of it but as my further uh, as my further episodes uh, I will continue to talk about these things I will continue to talk about uh, right now as I was talking to you about this uh, I just can't. I just had a a a, uh, a topic. I just had a uh, title for a different topic that I'm going to write for a podcast for a different episode, rather. So anyway, uh, we're coming up on 45 minutes now. So anyway, I just thought I'd let you guys uh, know about that and how everything is changing. And but. Uh, uh, but the, the thing about it is how everything is changing when you have peace in your heart. To learn to have peace in your heart. To learn to not be dissuaded by the outside things. I mean, that's it's tough. You've not suffered for it. 
Even I suffer from it from this, even till this day, it's tough. But that's the best thing we can do for ourselves. That's the best thing we can do for ourselves, just to learn to live a happy life, just to learn to live a peaceful life. Just to learn to make that effort is worth it. I mean, it's been worth it for me. It's been worth it for me. You know, I no longer live the way I used to live. And as one of the uh, uh, famous TV evangelists says, I'm not where I want to be, but I thank God, I thank God I'm not where I used to be. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining me today on the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. How do I always leave you guys? Thank you very much, and uh, you, y'all have a good evening. Y'all have a good morning. Y'all go on about your days, y'all go on about your nights, and resting in peace, and resting, not resting in peace like in dead, resting in peace as in peace within, you know what I'm saying, rest in peace from within, you know, don't worry about the outside world, you know, do what Jesus said, don't worry about the dead, the dead will take care of themselves, (laughs) anyway, how do I always leave you guys, never ever take your life for granted, and always remember, be blessed. Thank you very much for joining the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. Y'all stay cool. Right on. Peace. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. All the information we discussed here today can also be found on my personal blog post at www.peaceprogram.info That's www.peaceprogram.info For questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions about anything you've heard here on the podcast here today, you can reach out to me at theprofitofpeace at gmail.com That's theprofitofpeace at gmail.com Thank you once again for tuning in. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace be with you, all my peace, the peace that is I, the peace that is I am, the peace for always, now and forever and forevermore. My peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you, not the world's peace, but only my peace, the peace of I. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, I forgive myself.